This is my journey from Epilepsy Tasmania. Real stories from people with lived experience of epilepsy and the experts trying to make their lives better. It felt like I was in a dream state, just floating in a way, but um, then after that, I just remember waking up and then having a stranger like in the passenger seat saying that I was in a car accident my immediate reaction was mm, no no I haven't been our next story is from a young guy whose lifelong ambitions were crushed the day he was diagnosed with epilepsy and his mother who gave up everything to help him find a new path my name's Maria Riley is our youngest son uh, with an older brother Jack Riley's always wanted to be in the military ever since he could walk. We had a camo-flavoured cubby house in our front paddock and uh, that's all he's ever wanted to do. So that's been his aim his whole life and he's worked very hard to get there. He His first sort of little setback was when he went for a UTAS sitting and uh, they found out he was colourblind, which right. meant that he uh, couldn't go to the front line to fight. And so he had to reschedule his whole life and change his aim in the army, which meant that for the next two years he trained and wanted to go in as a medic. So he achieved that goal and he had his date to leave. And about two weeks prior to that, he'd been training extremely hard in the middle of the summer and we wanted to just keep a tab on things. And we thought maybe he was getting a bit dehydrated, probably not eating the correct food and was having these little vacant moments. And so we took him to the doctor and the doctor immediately uh, thought uh, it was a brain tumour. So he made um, arrangements for us to see a neurologist who came down to Tassie. And from then on, we were just uh, waiting for results. Meanwhile, he got his date to leave. Uh, It was all go, everyone was excited. And then Riley had a car accident, rolled his car and the results of the test came back the next day that he, in fact, had temporal lobe epilepsy. So we had to ring the army, the doctors, the letters, everything. It was devastating. Let's go to, to Riley. So this was your dream mm. to go right. overseas to serve your country. How did that feel? It definitely hit me pretty hard at first. I remember when the car accident happened... I got the phone call about a day after and um, I just immediately broke down in tears because I knew straight away what it meant. And so the the car crash was a result of epilepsy? Correct. And can you remember that? Yeah, kind of. I just remember it felt like I was in a dream state, just floating in a way. But um, then after that, I just remember waking up and then having a, a stranger like in the passenger seat saying that I was in a car accident, my immediate reaction was, mm, no, no, I haven't been. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but um, yeah, he said, yeah, yeah, mate, you have been in a car accident. Um, do you need me to phone anyone? So yeah, pass my phone to, to him and say, yeah, I just live up the road. Can you call my mum and dad? So um, yeah, I called them and uh, probably about 20 seconds, um, my parents and my brother 
like uh, rushed down there and uh, yeah, they pr- probably saw the most uh, scariest moment. You found out that you have epilepsy and that's prevented you from serving, from, from being deployed. Yep. How else has it changed your life? Uh, it's um, straight away after it happened, I couldn't drive. I, um, so I lost my license for about um, up total for the first time. It was 16 months. Whenever you have um, a car accident related to uh, epilepsy, it's about one year. But I kept having um, seizures, so it just kept adding on to it. So that first time was 16 months. So I lost uh, my like, yeah, independence, but uh, my mum graciously volunteered to drive me around. So I looked at it at a time where I can just spend it with her. How's that, how did all this affect you, mum? Obviously, the shock of it all. Um, but I um, finished work. So I could be with Riley 24-7 really because of the, um, the fear of the seizures really and him being in a position where he didn't know when it was going to happen or what was going to happen. We've shared a lot in this last nearly couple of years. You guys seem very close and I feel like I, I guess the events of the last couple of years have, have strengthened that. 100%. Def- yeah, definitely. Definitely. And we've learned a lot about each other too. Uh, you know, when you work every day and, you know, you see your child either goes to school every day or work every day, there's a big, there's a big time that you don't see each other, you don't talk, mm. it's just g'day, see you later, I'm off to work or I'm off to school. You don't have any talking time like the old days when you used to stand at the sink. But this, we've had serious talk time, you know, about everything. So joining the military is out now. Correct. So now what? Well, I just recently decided to, um, yeah, to apply for UTAS and, um, yeah, I got in. And uh, for me, that was definitely um, something I never considered because, uh, like, like uh, a fair few people, like I uh, did not enjoy um, school and uh, I was very keen to leave and never go back. So I guess um, for me to, I guess, um, yeah, just think outside the box and uh, just think of a new path altogether and, uh, yeah, look for something like uh, to go back to school. How do you feel when you look at the future now? If you asked me maybe a year ago, I was I was pretty terrified, but now I'm, I'm pretty excited about the idea of what it could hold. What does uh, Purple Month mean for you guys? Whenever I've personally told my story or even just mentioned that I have epilepsy, there's always been a very confused face about it. Mainly because of lack of information, I believe, because there are so many different types of um, seizures that um, you can have. And um, I think people just need to get more information like out there. It's, it's a fear for most people. The word epilepsy, as when I was a child growing up, was um, a person laying on the ground shaking uncontrollably. Now, now that I've learned, there's epilepsy in lots of different forms, far worse than Riley's, and not that Riley's isn't serious, but I think there is a lack of awareness, and I think there should be more people that who have epilepsy be brave enough to come forward and share their story. For the first 12 months, Riley didn't speak about it to anybody. He didn't want me to speak about it. He didn't want to have a conversation about it. And so a question for the both of you to finish off with, 
what should someone do when you know that someone's having a seizure? Um, I guess with the type of seizures that I have, like so the ones where the lights are on but no one's home type ones, don't panic, just stay calm, it's completely okay. Don't worry about what other people may think. That was the first thing that went through my mind. Like I always remember asking mum, like, you know, are, are people watching? Like, did anyone see it? It's okay. Like, don't worry about it. And from a, an onlooker's point of view, don't be quick to judge people who may be having a focal seizure like Riley was because it looks like they're just daydreaming or they might, they might be out of their head on something. It's not always the case. So I think the biggest thing for an onlooker is not to judge someone. And, and obviously if they're having a seizure where they are moving a, around a lot, maybe just do the best you can and, and hopefully there'll be other people around you that will be, will be able to know how to react and then maybe you can assist them and maybe you can learn from it too. Purple Month runs for the month of March. To find out more, go to epilepsytasmania.org.au. My Journey is an Icon Media production for Epilepsy Tasmania. I'm Sam Icon, the producer, director and editor. Sound design is done by Nicholas Storr. Music from Chelsea McGough and Breakmaster Cylinder. And special thanks for their story to Riley and Maria.